Welcome to YourCast, how to podcast brought to you by Blue Microphones. I'm David Savage, founder and editor of long-running technology podcast Tech Talks. I've published over 250 shows, reaching around 10,000 listeners a month on a minimal budget. And in this show, I talk to other showrunners and producers and find out how and why they put together the content that they do. It's recorded on the Blue Yeti X, anywhere and everywhere, as you'll discover through the series, and it's edited on free software. So listen to the show, and why not go and create your own content? On today's episode of Blue Yourcast, we've got For The Long Run podcast, which is a podcast all about running, which you know and... Yeah, I know all about running, yeah. Not because I run, but because you are running mad. <laughs> yes. So when I saw that Jonathan uh, had a show all about, well, all about the trials and tribulations of elite athletes and how they train and why they train and why they run, I thought, well, that's interesting. It is. Do you reckon that there's a podcast out there about the trials and tribulations of those supporting runners standing on the sidelines in wind and rain and cold, clapping at random people going past? Not in- random. Many random people. <laughs> yes, but waiting for someone who's not random. Yeah, that's that's true. Yes, waiting for you. Who, by the way, does not wave or acknowledge that you have ah, stood there no, 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 for no. the entire hours not that you've true. been there. Not true. During the Jungfrau, I came up to you at every moment. Uh, I spotted you even when you didn't realise I was approaching you. That's true. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was quite embarrassing. I thought that you were this girl every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> of my headband. Yeah. I like to think I have a manly running style, but obviously not. <laughs> um, anyway, look, the one the one thing that I want to point out about this interview, and I hope has some real relevance to anyone, anyone who's interested in podcasting, Jonathan didn't go out and, and create a podcast. All he basically did was was kind of say to himself, my job is going out and talking to elite athletes. This is really interesting. And just yeah. started recording the conversations. And surely that's what a podcast should be about. It's something that you're passionate about, something that you know about and wanting to get the word out it there. It shouldn't, shouldn't be a chore. It just exists as it is anyway. Exactly. Anyway, we'll hand over to the interview. Great. So joining me on today's episode, all the way from Boston, we've got Jonathan. Sorry, I should double check. Levitt or leave it? Levitt. Levitt. So Jonathan There's Levitt. a movie called Love It or Leave It. So we're, we're almost with that. <laughs> Um, and you do run the podcast for the long run, which is now on to episode 68. Rather than me um, make a make a butcher's job of explaining exactly what the podcast is all about, other than running, what what is the show kind of in aid of? Yeah, David, thanks for having me on today. Um, so the podcast for the long run is all about exploring the why behind what keeps runners running long, strong and motivated. Um, I find it fascinating to understand uh, what makes these high-level athletes successful and share that with the world. Um, and it sort of evolved as just something that I was doing anyways, conversations I was having anyways. Um, I get to travel a lot for work or in in pa- past lives, I've, tra- I've traveled a lot from work, obviously not in, in today's day and age, but um so I would go for runs with these athletes and, and uh, you know, have dinner or lunch or whatever. And I was just curious, like, why do you, why do they run for so long or so fast and train so much um, when it's all optional? So I wanted to know uh, sort of the, the backstory and the why behind all of these uh, high-performing athletes. So what, what is your day job? Just so people kind of understand the relationship between your own kind of professional self and your personal interests. Yeah. 
So I work at a company called Inside Tracker. Uh, mm-hmm. We do personalized nutrition. We are a personalized nutrition platform that provides guidance based on blood, genetic, uh, and wearable device information. So the goal is longevity and overall health and wellness. But obviously, that's very attractive to athletes from a performance standpoint. So a lot of our athletes are elite ultra runners or professional marathoners or things like that. Um, and so I get to spend a lot of time with them and, uh, try not to get dropped on the trails by them. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm having these conversations with them just as we're, you know, connecting. And I realized that I was sitting on gold. And so that's, that's the evolution of the podcast and how it matches up well with what I do for work. Why a podcast? Why not capture those conversations through another medium? Um, I like podcasts and I think that they're for runners, they're, they're easily attainable and, and engaging because we're, you know, often by ourselves or often looking for an hour's worth of entertainment. And so I, I mean, I like, I like listening to podcasts and I didn't really have, I I didn't see the type of podcast that. I have out there already. Hmm. So I decided to make it. I suppose that there is that very obvious thing that when you're out running with a pair of headphones in, it's the perfect, it is the perfect thing to accompany you. Yeah. I mean, it feels like you have a person there with you or two two people Mm -hmm. there with you and you're just having a conversation. Um, I did a run with uh, a pro friend and then three high level athletes in Boston last year i think it was last spring and i everyone like paired off and i was like right in the middle and i felt like i was in a podcast like two and two were were talking to each other and i was just like i could tune into either conversation and it's funny because like it it kept me entertained and i like forgot that i was running i was just running along listening to these two different conversations and i could duck into one and then duck into the other focus on on each one and that's what it's like um you know, podcasting on or listening to a podcast on the run. And so I think that, um, especially in today's day and age when people are running by themselves, or at least they should be, um, it's something to stay engaged with. Hmm. I mean, just out of interest, because I love running. I'm an amateur runner, but I run half marathons, trail trail marathons, etc. And I will switch up between music. I'll switch between radio. I'll switch between podcasting. Just from your own perspective, in, in in terms of someone who makes a podcast, what is it about podcasting that you think is different in 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 its form than say radio? And well, it's, so it's inter- it's a good question. And even this morning, uh, I switched in between a podcast and music, and then back to a podcast. And so I was doing hill strides, and um, I, the the podcast wasn't enough to get me you know amped up, but for the other. 40 minutes of the run that was what i wanted so i think that for easy running for long running uh, things like that it's it's a way to like it's a way to i don't want to say disengage but or maybe it's more engaging that like you're you're flowing or you're you're just Mm -hmm. it's just happening whereas music or radio um i think has a a place like when I'm when I'm doing a workout sometimes I'll listen to music instead of podcasting I can't I can't listen to a podcast while doing a workout but 
Yeah, I think it's just like a certain place and a time for for each medium. So last last year I was training for some longer stuff and I would listen to three podcasts or four podcasts in a single run and it was just like fascinating to to go through all these different conversations um in the same run and it made it fly by. I mean, I like running. I like running for a long time, but mm. you're still out there for, you know, I was still out there for 4 or 5 hours and so if you don't have someone that you're running with, your mind can wander. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not. So I think that the the stimulation or the the um engagement with within a podcast can keep you keep you motivated. Now you hadn't make sure I, I have this right. You hadn't run a podcast before you started uh for the No, I had absolutely no no background in anything related to podcasting or technology or um or media creation or promotion or anything like that whatsoever. Was there anything that at the initial stage you found a bit of a hurdle to overcome? Yeah, I didn't know the equipment. Um, I didn't know what to buy. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do with the with the f- audio file. Um, I made m- lots of mistakes early on. Um, so I record with two microphones. Normally, I do all my podcast recordings or. The first 60 episodes or first 50 episodes I did all in-person interviews. Mm -hmm. And so I was using two mics that fed into a digital audio recorder. And so with that, you get mono. Um, You get, you know, sound in one ear when one person's talking and uh, and sound in another ear when the other person's talking. I thought that was what you were supposed to do. (laughs) So um, I got a lot of angry feedback from people or a lot of constructive feedback. You know, oh, your podcast is great. I love the guests you have on, but you're audio is trash um like clean it up and (laughs) and and absolutely do not do this mono garbage uh and i was like okay so i went back and i edited all of my um i edited all of my uh podcasts so far i only released three or so so it was easy to do and i asked a friend who runs a very successful podcast uh, eric strands of ultra runner podcast and he told me about this um this website that you just feed the you feed the audio in and it normalizes the sound it um, puts it into stereo things like that um, and that that it, it reduces hum things like that so it it made it super helpful um, and then the best the best example of how helpful this one was uh, this site was I have a friend uh, her name is Sally McGray. And she's she's a professional trail runner, and she's known for her laugh. And she has a very loud laugh, and she likes to laugh. So I learned that my audio recorder has like a max input. And whenever she would laugh, it would hit the max input. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to blow these people's ears out. But I pushed I pushed it through this um, this website. It's called Auphonic, uh, A-U-P-H, and uh, it, it makes it sound fine. Just on that point, you said you went to someone who was already in the space. Um, who? How did you know who to turn to? Was it literally just friends who were involved? Because I think there is sometimes a reticence with with new podcasters. They kind of talk about, oh, who, who's your competition, etc. Whereas my experience of the podcasting community is it's like, well, look, if you listen to one running show, one sports show, one tech show, one fashion show, whatever it might be, you'll probably be consuming four or five different sources of information in that space. So it's not like we're in competition. Right. So, um, 
what pushed me over the edge um, in starting the podcast was a conversation between two other podcasters that I that I respect and listen to quite a lot, um, Billy Yang and Mario Frioli. And I forget whose podcast they were on, but they were talking about how there were so many running podcasts. And one of them made the comment that iron sharpens iron. And because there's more, I don't want to say competition, but competition, everyone is forced to be better. And so it's not a mm. bad thing that there's more out there. Um, in fact, it's a good thing and it keeps everyone on their toes. So I've talked with Mario uh, quite a lot about podcasting. I've had him on my podcast. Um, and then Eric Schranz is the host behind Ultra Runner Podcast, which is one of the premier uh, trail running podcasts out there. And we recorded a, we recorded an episode together last year. I was on his podcast. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I asked him early on because we had connected before that. I was like, what do I need to know? Um, I told him I was starting a podcast and he gave me all this information and the best line he, he gave was don't just be another running podcast. You need to be different. Don't get on and talk to people about their accolades. You know, we do enough of that already. Um, and so I've had some very successful athletes on, I've had Olympians, I've had, you know, top, top performing athletes who have done dozens and dozens and dozens of podcasts before. And my goal with them is to have a different conversation. Um, two very poignant comments that have been made by past guests. Um, I talked to Kara Goucher, who's an Olympian and world champion. And, um, you know, she's probably done 50 podcasts. And I told her, at, you know, before we started, I was like, um, you've done a lot of amazing things in your career. We're not going to talk about pretty much any of it. Uh, we're going to talk about the future and Kara of 2019 and beyond. Um, and so after we finished recording, she said, that was great. My fans will actually listen to this because it's about stuff that I haven't talked about before. Mm. Um, and then Jesse Thomas, who is also a podcaster with his wife, Lauren Fleshman, they co-own uh, a business called Picky Bars. Uh, and then they they co-manage a podcast called Work, Play, Love, where they talk about the intersection of work, play, and love. And so Jesse's pretty familiar with podcasting. He's familiar with sports business. And as a uh, retired professional triathlete, he's also an elite athlete. So he's he's been on podcasts. He's been interviewed a million times. And his feedback was um, when he shared the when he shared his episode, he said, uh, tune into this because I was asked questions I'd never been asked before. And that's like that's about as good as it gets. Like that's that's exactly what I'm going for. I want these people to be excited to share it with their audience because they're they've they've shared their articles and stories and whatever over and over and over again. And they're not gonna share it again unless it's different. Hmm. Um and so yeah, that's what I'm searching for. I'm searching for these conversations that people aren't having. Um, I've been super topical lately and getting a ton of feedback around how I'm not only acknowledging the shit storm that's you know, going on in the world today, but um, addressing it head on and talking about how people are struggling and how people are managing and how people are getting through it with people who are actually credentialed to have these conversations. I had a, a social worker on, um, I had my running coach on, I've had, um, 
uh, a friend on whose like whole mission and uh, presence on social media is talking about hope and um, optimism and positivity. And I'm getting like double the number of listens that I've had in the past because it's resonating with people Mm -hmm. and people are sharing it and the guests are sharing it not just once, but like multiple times because we keep get it's like a feedback loop. Like we keep getting people that are tagging us saying, this is phenomenal. This is like exact, like I stopped to write something down in my run or, you know, stuff like that. And if one person sees that and they've never seen the podcast before, they're going to listen. So I've found that, that being, topical is useful um and also keeping it um keeping it a little evergreen or somewhat evergreen so that you know in a year you can go back and listen to the conversation i had with ladia and still have takeaways yeah yeah absolutely and obviously that's a huge accolade to have these these people kind of say that it's different to anything else they've been on previously so looking at the show it's 60 68 episodes yep. um weekly Anywhere between about 45 minutes in an hour? Yeah, so um, I since the middle of March, I've been releasing two episodes a week. Um, last year, I released one a week starting in late January. So I think I did 48 episodes in um, 2020, and um, that puts me at, you know, whatever it is for, for or sorry, 2019, and then um, yeah, I've been, I think consistency is, is key. Um, people know that it's coming. I previously, I was releasing it every Friday and just on Fridays you get, you know, the, the, uh, double meaning for the long run, like thinking about the long run, um, running over the course of your life, but also yep. a lot of people do their long run on Saturdays. So, um, maybe not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so people were, you know, saving it and queuing it up on, you know, Saturday mornings. Hmm. Um, now I'm doing, you know, Friday and a Monday t- or Tuesday release and yeah. Um, episode 69 comes out, uh, Friday and it's another one with my coach, uh, my running coach or my life coach who dabbles in running. <laughs> and, um, he's the, he's the first person to be a, a three peat guest on, uh, on the podcast and the episodes with him are, are the most requested. Out of interest, why is it that you've gone from one a week to two a week? Is it just you've got that many more people interested to come on the show, or yeah, yeah? What, so what's the behind it. So when the when the lockdown started, or when the the isolation started in Massachusetts, um, my roommate had just moved out, and I was like really bored because I was living by myself and like craving human interaction. So I, <laughs> I. I recorded like 12 episodes in the first 10 days of this quarantine uh, because I wasn't seeing anyone physically. And so I would spend an hour a day with somebody on video and have a conversation like we're having now. And that was like the the best part of my day for two weeks straight almost. And then I was like, well, I can't wait 12 weeks to release all these episodes um, and I put out a few tweets and did an Instagram poll, like, would you like more content during this time? And it was an overwhelming yes. I think I had like 75 people vote yes and two people voted no. And one of them messaged me saying that was an accident. <laughs> um, so, so 
yeah, I guess people, and then people have been reaching out saying that they appreciate the the additional um, content on a weekly basis or biweekly basis, uh, so that they can they can listen to something. Amazing and, and perfect to get that kind of audience feedback and and kind of help that influence the direction of the show. Um, look, what's what's the what's the goal for this? Because you start a podcast because you go, well, hang on a minute, there's nothing out there that's catering the needs that I'm looking for. You're now 68 episodes in. Is it cookie cutter? You keep going, you keep, you know, two a week, but to what ends? What 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 do you think will be the overall kind of goal with this to go? Maybe we have a pause now, maybe we don't. I don't know. It's 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 a bit of an undefined kind of way, isn't it? Because a lot of us start this because because we're just passionate about something rather than it being a structured plan. Yeah, so I got a message um last week from a listener and she said i can tell your podcast is a passion project and not just like a cookie cutter um thing that's part of a business Mm. and i appreciate that and it comes out um authentically and so so it's like it's a side project it's a passion project i don't i don't need to make money on it i don't Mm -hmm. need to show an roi i don't need to i don't need to do anything with it i'm doing it for fun and it's going really well. And so I'm being approached by sponsors now. And um, I am now making money on it with no effort, no additional effort almost. And so I think that it can continue like that because I'm enjoying the conversations. The guests are enjoying the conversations. The audience is enjoying the conversations. And now people are giving me money to do it. And it's just like I never expected that. Like I had I had 500 listens in the first couple of days of my first episode and now I'm getting 500 listens in the first like hour and a half or 2 hours of a release. And it's just like what where where else can it go? Who knows? But all I know is that consistency is the name of the game. I'm enjoying it and if I keep doing it, it'll just keep getting better. And the cool part is my boss knows about it. Our company CEO knows about it, and they both like it. And so, it's it's actually helpful for the company to have me doing this. And it would be one thing if it was you know conflict of interest or if I was spending a ton of time on it. I'm not spending a ton of time on it. That's the crazy thing. It's like it's I I spend maybe ten minutes editing each episode, and I'm very clear with the guests. Like I don't do any editing. Um, unless there's, unless there's something that's gone horribly wrong, um, it's intended to just be a conversation Mm. and that's the vibe that, that an unedited conversation shows. And, and some people edit and that's great. Um, others don't, and that's great too. Um, so it works really well in my current situation and it's really fulfilling and it's a lot of fun. And the cool thing is like, I don't need to have a plan. My dad is keeps telling me I need a website, I need a, an email list and and based on what I do for work, I know that I should do that. And I know that I can monetize it and I know that I can, you know, if I spent a couple hours a week, it could be a, you know, a, a good um source of revenue, but it's not that's not the main focus. Um but yeah, maybe if I spent another hour or two a week um, it could be on a whole nother level. And maybe at some point I will. Um, but, uh, so now there's no need. 
Yeah, exactly. Of the content that you love, why do you engage with it? So I have a lot of friends that are podcasters or the guests on these podcasts, and it's fun to hear their story. Um, I I find I, I listened to one from my friend uh, Matt this morning. Um, his podcast is called The Rambling Runner. He just hit two million downloads yesterday after two ish years of uh, of podcasting. I think he's put out two hundred and twenty episodes, and it's been fascinating to like listen to his podcast evolve. His podcast is essentially designed for elite amateurs. Um, I find myself like a step below that. Um, and these are the people that I aspire to be as a runner, you know, with what they're doing, running, you know, sub 250 marathons, things like that. I'm sort of like on the, on the fringe of that. Um, and so it's, it's listening to their story and finding motivation in what they're doing and, um, transferring that and translating that into my life and what I can use as a takeaway from, from what they're doing. Um, the guest that was on this morning, Steph Bruce is a professional runner, business owner, mom, coach, wife, all these things, um, that make us so unique and she's able to do all of them really well. And I find that aspirational. And so I want to learn from her about how she does it and how, um, how it all goes. And, and the secret is, and I've had the luxury of interviewing, you know, 60 plus high performing athletes or high performing professionals. And the secret is there's no secret. Consistency is the only way to get better at anything you're doing. And so, so these conversations like continue to reaffirm that, that, um, being good for the long run no pun intended, beats being great uh, infrequently. And that's sort of shifted how I've approached life, I guess, or running or podcasting or whatever. Like my podcast doesn't need to be perfect. I just need to do it frequently and do it consistently. My work doesn't need to be perfect. I need to do it and make mistakes and get better. My my social life doesn't need to be perfect. It's, it's all... That's that's the key. I think it's it's being good ninety percent of the time versus being perfect twenty percent of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Look, thank you for your time, uh, humoring me with your answers to those questions. We're we're gonna just quickly shift gear and go into a quick fire section. Sure. So try and keep these answers as as short as you can, but just awesome. uh, uh, a nice little way to end. Very quickly, what is your favorite podcast? My fa- oh, that's like asking my favorite child. <laughs> um, Billy Yang's um, podcast. And if we are not listening to a running podcast, what other subjects do you like to listen to? Um, I pretty much only listen to, to running podcasts. Fair enough. <laughs> committed, committed. Okay. Um, rough kind of amount of time that you would listen to an episode? Uh, 50 minutes is my sweet spot. Cool. And we probably already know the answer to this, but favorite place or time to listen? Uh, long run. If you could have anyone on your show, you've obviously had some fantastic guests already, but if you could have anybody, who would you have? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I've had all of my like dream guests. I, I don't know who, who to say. I've had many of my dream guests. Um, I would need to think more about that one. 
I'll tell you a quick tip. I had um, Robbie Simpson, who is a yeah. British athlete, uh, yeah. has won the Jungfrau several several times. I had him pop on our show. He's of a lot course. of fun. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, get in touch with him. He'd make a good guest. Scott Fobble is one I want to have on my podcast. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a, a pro runner out of Flagstaff. Yeah. Cool. I have to have a, a look for him online. Uh, and if you finally look, this is very silly, but if you had an unlimited pot of money and there was no consequences, what would you do with that money? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much, too much, too much opportunity. <laughs> I'd share some of it, and then and then I'd I'd like fund an island of of like adventures and and outdoor stuff and good food and and fun times. Sounds good. Look, Jonathan, I really appreciate your time, uh, and thanks for coming on the show today. For sure. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>